Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose. This is TMA with Nick Hamilton. Wake your goat mouth ass up. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience, but look like he just came out of the basement. TMA with Nick Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? Thank you because because now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new edition of TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this planet. Hope everybody had a great weekend and a great start to the brand new week. A whole lot to talk about on this episode. That's right. Your man Brody is back in the building. Russell Westbrook returns to Los Angeles to wear the purple and gold, at least for the next season. Also, we'll get into is Kawhi Leonard ready to dip out on Clipper Nation? And we have a little hockey news. One superstar that could potentially not only shake up his marriage, but shake up the NHL. And we'll get into the comments made by the baby. And who is the truly the fastest man on the planet? All that and more here on TMA with Nick Hamilton. Now, what I need you to do is follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA, as well as on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. Now, listen, it's been a crazy last couple of weeks for me being out at training camp, being out of Pac-12 Media Day, a whole lot of things have been going on with me in the last couple of days, the last couple of weeks, I should say. But man, nothing like the, the bombshell that was recently dropped last week. It, who, might I add, is still not official, which that is mind-boggling to me how the NBA likes to drag on stuff. Look, we all know Russell Westbrook has been traded to the L.A. Lakers, right? Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harold the number 22 pick in the first round. We already know that. Just make it official. The one thing I love about the NFL is once the trade goes through, it goes through. That's it. No waiting around. No twiddling our thumbs. We get the press release about a day, and we move the hell on. But not in the NBA. But we all know that Russell Westbrook has been happy to be back in Los Angeles. We saw him driving around L.A., you know, we all know, you know, he's from L.A. He went to Luzinger High School in the South Bay. Um, and and uh, the thing about Russell Westbrook, we've all said how talented he is. We saw the talent at UCLA when he was under head coach Ben Howland. And Ben Howland finally took the handcuffs off of him. And we really got a chance to see a glimpse of what he could potentially be at the next level in the NBA. We saw what he did with the OKC Thunder, moved on to the Houston Rockets, eventually moved on to the Washington Wizards. And now he's back home with the L.A. Lakers. I think Russell Westbrook is immensely talented. He's a talented guard. Do I think he's the the true all-point guard? No. If I think about a true all-point guard, I think about Drew Holiday. I think about Steph Curry. Russell Westbrook is a shoot-first, pass-third type of guard. And that's just his game. And does it make him any less than? The man is a, is a consistent triple-double machine. But I know he's been itching to get out of Washington for quite a while. Now that he's back with LeBron and AD, who allegedly faci- helped facilitate that deal and, and been, you know, kind of, we saw the, the tweets, how they've been following each other on Twitter and Instagram and all of those things. And it's a it's a huge move. And when you think about it, the Lakers really didn't give up a whole hell of a lot for Russell Westbrook. I mean, yes, Montrezl Harrell, former sixth man of the year, 
I mean, Frank Vogel didn't appreciate the gift that was given to him. So, hey, let somebody else appreciate him. But Russell Westbrook with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, that's a nice trio. Now, this is going to be a high-energy electric scene at Staples Center for the regular season. They're going to win a lot of ball games, possibly 55, maybe 60 games, depending on if we have a full 82-game season. My concern is this. I have two concerns when it comes to this trade. Number one, Russell Westbrook is electric during the regular season. We've seen it. We've seen what he can do. My concern is, what does he do in the playoffs? Can he show up in the big moments in the playoffs? Because I've been under the impression that Russell Westbrook, his style of play does not constitute a championship at all. I think he's fun to watch. I think he's exciting to watch. He's the energizer bunny. He's going to give you 110% at all times on both ends. This has to translate into a championship. I believe this is what, his fourth team in four years? That says something. That says something. And when you look at all that's going on in the world, in the NBA right now, the Lakers are definitely one of the favorites to win the chip. We all know that the, the trio that's in Brooklyn, when you have a returning healthy uh, Kyrie Irving, you have James Harden, Kevin Durant. And if they can build around those three to round out the roster and get some serious coaches in there, yeah, they're definitely going to be the team to beat in the East. Absolutely, no question. They can stay healthy. I think Giannis won his championship. That's probably the last you're going to see of him in the finals for a while. He'll make the playoffs. I think the Bucs will make the playoffs. But they're not going to win any more chips. It's not a dynasty. I'm so sick and tired of people talking about, oh, it's going to be a dynasty. They showed up. No, no, no. They're not a dynasty. They're an anomaly. And Giannis capitalized. Like I said, he's the luckiest champion I've ever seen because he's capitalized on injury. Guys that were injured, he capitalized on it. And he made good with it. So props to him. But as it pertains to Russell Westbrook, I don't know if this is going to really work long term. Now, does this make LeBron a shooter? Absolutely. Does LeBron have to worry about bringing the ball up time in and time out? No. Russell Westbrook could bring the ball up. My concern is, is Anthony Davis going to stay healthy for a majority of the season? Because this is only going to work. Everybody looks at LeBron. Everybody looks at Russell Westbrook. They look at the, 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 the players that surround them. Alex Caruso, hoping that Alex Caruso, you know, inks a deal. Taylor Horton Tucker, um, guys like that, and filling out the rest of the roster. We all know everybody's been linked to the Lakers from Jack, from Jack in the Box to Trevor Ariza and Lord knows who else. Okay. But the key is, is Anthony Davis going to be healthy for an entire season? That is the key. Because if he goes down for any length of time, this is going to truly be a disaster. And this is, this is going to be a failed experiment. Now, personally, I don't think the Lakers, I think the Lakers are done winning championships. I think LeBron is a year older. I think, you know, those injuries, those little nagging injuries are going to unfortunately surface. And he's going to have to deal with those. And that's not to say that's not questioning LeBron's toughness at all. I think LeBron is still a great player. But Father Time is undefeated. 
And when it comes to doing certain things to prepare yourself, with, I mean, there was a video out of LeBron is already getting ready for the new season. And that's great. You could be as prepared as possible. You are still older in basketball years. And that's not going to change at all. So when I look at this team, when I look at Russell Westbrook, yeah, great. I'm glad it'll be fun. The jersey sales are going to go up. The ticket sales are going to be through the roof. The crowd is going to be enormous, when, especially when the first time that, that PA announcer Lawrence Tanner announces the starting lineup and, and Russell Westbrook's name is being featured on the Jumbotron and being heard throughout the arena. It's going to be electric. It's going to be like The Rock returning to Monday Night Raw out of the blue. That's how electric it's going to be. But what does that translate into wins and ultimately championships? Because, yes, right now, the Lakers could be the team to beat in the West. But there's still moves to be made. We don't know what Golden State's going to do. We don't know what the Denver Nuggets could potentially do. We don't know the, the status of Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns because now that Chris Paul has opted out of his deal, which more than likely he may return to the Phoenix Suns just to get more money. And I'm not mad at Chris Paul for that. He earned every penny of that getting this Suns team to the finals for the first time since 1993. But what do the Los Angeles Clippers do? Because now that Kawhi Leonard has officially opted out of his deal and will be a free agent, does Kawhi Leonard sign, resign with the Clippers? Kawhi could stay. Kawhi could go. This is one dude we have no clue of what he's going to do besides the only people that know are him and Uncle Dennis. That's it. Nobody knows. I don't even think half the time the Clippers truly know. And that's understandable because you're dealing with a different type of dude. And there was a report that came out that I saw that said that before, I think it was about two years ago when he initially wanted, you know, he was going back and forth between the Lakers and the Clippers that I think Russell Westbrook tried to make a call to him and he ignored it. He ignored it. And that was the time that Russell Westbrook was ready to come back home to LA out of OKC. And he ignored it. And he settled, and he would, he'd rather have Paul George. And that's not a bad thing because I think Paul George is, is, is still a hell of a player. He proved that in this, in this year's playoff run. Guided the team to their first ever Western Conference Finals appearance in team history. That's nothing to sneeze at. But when I look at this Clippers team overall, okay, you resign Kawhi Leonard. You have Paul George in the fold. Who else are you going to get? You can't go back. You can't run it back with the same type of team. So who else is available out there that you're willing to get to improve the team? Serge Ibaka was hurt for most of the season. He's old. Pat Beverly was not impressed by him. He had spurts, but wasn't impressive enough to continue on with the team, as far as I'm concerned. I love Terrence Mann. I think Terrence Mann is an absolute stud. But what in the world is going to happen with the Clippers? Now, he could opt out, sign another one-in-one deal, talking about Kawhi Leonard and then opt out again next year and then sign a five-year max that will guarantee him to be playing in the new arena in Inglewood in 2024. Now, that's a hell of a way to open up a brand new arena when you got a guy like Kawhi Leonard. 
But who's going to join Kawhi? That's the question. Who is going to join Kawhi? I mean, he reached out to Kevin Durant, according to reports. He's reached out to, allegedly reached out to Russell Westbrook, or Russell Westbrook reached out to him. I don't recall exactly what it was, but that was the report that I saw. So who's he going to reach out to? Like, honestly, like, who's he going to reach out to? That's that's willing to play with Kawhi Leonard. Now, if Kawhi does assign with the Clippers, what happens? Does he go to Miami? Does he go to the New York Knicks? Because the Knicks have a, a boatload of cash. I mean, cake all over the place. It's so much cash, you thought they'd be in a strip club. That's how much cash the Knicks have available. All right? Does he go to South Beach? No state tax. Could be that one player away that can get the Miami Heat back to the Eastern Conference Finals at least. Could he be that guy? Could he be that glue, that connected? Or does he stay in Los Angeles with the Clippers and try to ride it out and see if he can get a championship? Or would this be interesting? Now that Chris Paul is a free agent, could Chris Paul be on the verge of returning to the Clippers? Would the Clippers be willing to give him money? Now imagine, uh, we know the Lakers' big three with, with Westbrook, LeBron, and AD. Could the Clippers be on the verge of forming their own big three with CP3, Kawhi, and Paul George? Now I'm not saying I didn't hear anything. I'm just throwing that question out there. I don't have any sources. I'm not making up any sources like some people I know do. I'm just throwing a question out there. Would that be interesting to have two LA teams with their own versions of their quote, big three and battle it out in the Western conference finals. If both teams can remain healthy and get through the gauntlet known as the Western conference. So puncher's chance. Now, do I think CP three will return to the Clippers? Eh, I'm more leaning more towards him going back to the Phoenix suns, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did. It would not surprise me at all. Will people be willing to listen on the Clippers is the question. Because he's not dealing with a bunch of young kids. He's dealing with some grown, some grown ass men. And it's a little different when you're talking to fellow grown ass men versus talking to young, young guys that are trying to come up in the league. You're not just de- you're not dealing with a Devin Booker. That's no disrespect to Devin Booker or DeAndre Ayton or Cameron Payne. Those guys are still young. They're coming up in the league. It's a little different when you have a Kawhi Leonard, a guy that's won two NBA championships. It's a little different when you deal with a Paul George. He's had multiple playoff appearances, multiple-time All-Star. It's a little different. You can talk to a Terrence Mann because he's creeping on the come-up. So how will those guys respond to a Chris Paul? Because we all know Chris Paul is about his business. He is of no nonsense. He ain't the dude in the, in, the, in the State Farm commercials. He's all about his business. So I just wonder. That would be an interesting scenario. Very, very interesting. All right, y'all, coming up on the other side of the break, we're going to get into the Los Angeles Dodgers. Are they truly the new evil empire? And, um, boy, some news that may potentially not only shake up a marriage, 
but the NHL world as a whole. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Stay tuned. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't. the downs in order for you to 
when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 1249, iHeart Latino. All right, folks, welcome back to TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. Now, before the break, I talked about the Los Angeles Dodgers, and there's been a lot of talk about what their next moves would be, what their next moves are. And we finally know, and they have been officially revealed again after a couple of days of a, of a trade being made. It was made official, actually, the next day that. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner have officially been traded to the Los Angeles Dodgers from the Washington Nationals in exchange for Sonny Gray and a bunch of Dodger prospects. Now, there was also controversy because the San Diego Padres were also reportedly in the mix for the services of Max Scherzer, but not necessarily Trey Turner. So there was a there was some rumblings going on. I know Ken Rosenthal had reported uh, about the the San Diego Padres being involved in the mix in the, in the deal. And the Los Angeles Dodgers and Andrew Freeman had to get this deal done. The reason why they had to get this deal done is because if the San Diego Padres took Matt Scherzer, right, the Dodgers would have been screwed. That would have been the pennant right there. Matt Scherzer would have been the pennant because it probably would have been boiled down to a one-game playoff. And who are the, who are the Padres going to put in? Max Scherzer. And in a one-game playoff, my money would be on Max Scherzer. As long as he's healthy, if they would have put in you garbage, I mean, excuse me, you Darvish, I would have rolled with Walker Bueller. I'd have rolled with Clayton Kershaw. I'd have rolled with somebody on the Dodgers. But when you put in Max Scherzer, it's a difference maker for sure. And you add Trey Turner to the mix for the Dodgers, First of all, props to Andrew Freeman. Andrew Freeman has been a beast when it comes to making these moves, and the entire Dodger organization as well. But they had to get this deal done. If they have any opportunities to repeat as World Series champions in 2021, they have to make sure they show up their, their arms, their arms, especially with the uncertainty of what's going on with Trevor Bauer and his current situation. Um, because his trial hasn't even started yet. I believe it starts between the 16th and the 19th of August. So we still don't know. So you don't know if he's even going to be eligible to play. I don't see him in a Dodger uniform this season. I just personally don't. I could be wrong, but I personally don't. A couple of people that I spoke with that, that follow the Dodgers, that, that, that you know, report on the Dodgers, that are kind of insiders on the, on the team, they don't see it either. So this Max Scherzer deal was a godsend. And having Trey Turner, and here's what Trey Turner brings. I was more excited about Trey Turner, and here's why. Because if Corey, we all know Corey Seager's in a contract year. If Corey Seager decides to go elsewhere because the Dodgers don't want to pay him the number that he feels like he's worth, and more than likely he might move on to a team like the Yankees or the Red Sox, somewhere like that, you have Trey Turner now that you can go ahead and move into that rotation and a guy that you could sign long-term eventually, right? So that shores up that aspect. And that's not to say that Corey Seager is not a bona fide, bona fide star, because he is. I know he's been battling injury this year. And if I'm the Dodgers, I give him a fair number. Now, before the injury, we knew he's going to command an astronomical number per year, anywhere between 35 to 40 million per year. 
because at that time he was worth it. But now with the, the numerous, the, the, the couple of injuries that he sustained, that number has dropped. Now, I'm not going to underpay him. I'm not going to give him like 15 to 20 million a year. No, because that's underpaying that man. But I'm not going to give him 40, 35 to 40 either. For what? You proven, at least in a contract year, this is supposed to be your biggest year. And again, he could ball out the rest of the year, ball out in the playoffs, and get that number back up. He absolutely could. Not saying he can't. But as of right here, right now, and the trajectory that he's on, I don't see him being worth 35 to 40 million dollars. Now, some other team may pay him for that, and that's fine. But if I'm the Dodgers, I got a luxury now because I got Trey Turner. I don't, if I'm Andrew Freeman, I don't have to pay you that. We can negotiate and would love to have you. And everybody in the Dodger organization loves Corey Seager. But we don't, we're not, we're not balls to the wall, have to get this deal done or else. No, it could be or else. And Max Scherzer with Julio Urias, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, David Price. Say no more. They all stay healthy. Kershaw's due, due back in about a week or so. You got Mookie Betts back in the lineup, looking good, looking healthy. Chris Taylor. Sky's the limit for this Dodgers team. All they got to do is take, if they got a three-game series, I've always said, take two out of three. Four-game series, take three out of four. That's all you have to do. Don't worry about the San Francisco Giants. If you catch them, you catch them. They're going to fizzle out in the playoffs anyway. I'm not concerned with the San Francisco Giants. I may be out of the minority. I'm not concerned with the San Francisco Giants. Their bats are warming up at this time. Great. I do believe the Dodgers, if they have to face them in a series, they could beat the San Francisco Giants. And that's not, and I'm not sneezing at the Giants. Farhan, Farhan Zadi has done a, a remarkable job building up that team. That team was a relic a few years ago before he got there. And yes, we all laughed. Oh, this dude going to go to the Giants. Yeah, all right, let's see what the Giants do. Lo and behold, the Giants in first place in the NL West. And it's been a battle between the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres. I know the Padres got to be sick with not getting Max Scherzer. They still have Blake Snell. You still got you garbage. You still have a lot of, you know, you got some guys in the rotation. Fernando Tatis Jr. I know he's injured right now, but he'll be back. But the Dodgers, they won the day. Props to the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I'm still that's still my pick to win the World Series. Till I see otherwise. Don't give a damn what you say. Don't care. Don't care what's going on in the in the AL. I picked the Dodgers to win it all. So we'll see what happens. Talk about winning it all. We've all, now, ladies and gentlemen, we've all gone to Las Vegas, right? We've all gone to casinos, various casinos around the land. You know, a lot of us play the slot machine. Some of us play blackjack. Some of us shoot dice. And some of us come up. Some of us lose a whole hell of a lot. Some of us crap out. I'm a kind of individual. When I go to Vegas and I play the slots, I got a certain number. Once I hit that number and I, I haven't won anything, 
Hey, congratulations to Las Vegas. They got me for my money. Damn. Why you got to stick me for my paper? Damn. That's what I feel like. They just stuck me for my paper. When I don't win anything. When I do win, it's a good day. But I'm never in debt to anything or anybody. Like, my bills are not going to be paid as a result of me going playing blackjack or playing the slots. I don't I don't deal crap. I don't shoot craps. That's just not my game. I'm more of a blackjack slot machine dude. We play the quarter slots. We play the dollar slots. I'm all for it. But in the case of Evander Kane, the NHL star Evander Kane, his wife dropped a bombshell. She went full dollars and cents, hit him up, no Vaseline, every disc record you could think of. Because she says that her husband, Evander Kane, has not only been fixing games because he's been betting on games because he's in gambling debt. He's also been cheating on her with various hookers and not being a father to their daughter. Now, it's interesting that she mentions, I don't, I mean, cheating on your wife, um, I mean, that's that's foul in itself, but hey, this is not the first time we heard an athlete cheating on their significant other or their wife, right? And it's not the first time we've heard a significant uh, athlete allegedly not take care of their children. Not the first time. But it is the first time that I've heard an athlete, quote-unquote, throw games because of gambling and gambling on games. Right? And it's interesting because, remember, uh, Evander Kane had been sued by a Las Vegas casino for having over $500,000 in gambling debts. But it is a huge difference between losing at craps and throwing hockey games. There's not You can't make $500,000 on a hockey game. There's not enough people in the world that pay attention that much, that much during the regular season. Now, the playoffs, a whole different story. Regular season, beginning of the season, unless you're a diehard hockey fan or you're a, you're a media member that's covering the game of hockey, nobody's paying attention to that. It's being overshadowed by the NFL and the opening week of the NBA. And the, and, and, and the baseball playoffs going down the stretch. That's what's utilizing and occupying the brains and the television sets and the streams of America. However, his soon-to-be ex-wife says that Evander Kane was gambling with goons who threatened to kill him and her and their daughter if this news leaked. She also says that he was cheating with hookers as well as not paying attention to their daughter, right? Which I find very, very interesting. I find extremely interesting. Now, Evander Kane released a statement after all of these allegations were brought to the light. And he says, quote, unfortunately, I would like to address the completely false accusations that my estranged wife and soon-to-be ex-wife has made against me. Even against the advice of my legal team, I feel strongly that the public and the fans hear this directly from me. I have never gambled, bet on hockey, never gambled and bet on a Sharks game, never gambled and bet on any of my games, and never thrown a hockey game. The facts that I that are personally had the best season of my career last year and was the most consistent I've ever been throughout any season, and I'm proud of that. I love the game of hockey, and I will never do any 
of what was alleged. I look forward to cooperating fully with the league's investigation, having my name cleared, and looking forward to this um this upcoming 2021 season. End quote. Now, of course, the NHL is going to investigate anything because they don't want a Tim Donahue situation the NBA had experienced many, many years ago. So Gary Bettman and company are going to make sure they're going to thoroughly investigate this with a fine tooth comb, which I'm sure because that brings negative light on the hockey league itself. Anytime you have a, a player, but especially one of your star players being accused of throwing and fixing games and betting on games, much like how we saw Major League Baseball deal with Pete Rose. That's never good, uh, never a good look for the league. And we all know the NHL needs as much positive pub as possible, especially making sure they stay popular amongst their fans and the fan base as they try to in an attempt to continue to grow their fan base in this country. So to me, I, th I believe they're going to have a thorough investigation. Now, if all of this is is it comes to, to fruition that is not true, that there's no evidence that sustains his ex-wife's claims of him gambling or fixing or betting on games. If I'm Evander Kane, I'm suing her for defamation of character, at least. Lord knows what other things he could sue her for that, that, under the advice of his attorney. Now, cheating with Hooker, that's a whole nother ball game. Most of us don't really care about that. Hopefully, he says he's, you know, in another statement he released, he said he's being a father to his daughter. Um, he's taking care of his daughter the way that a father should take care of their kids. That's his business. Whether I believe him or not, whether you believe him or not, that's his business. But I would sue, I would put her under a freeway if these if these allegations are untrue. Because you try to ruin this man's reputation. And you're going to go out here and snitch and say that there are goons that are ready to kill you and your family if he doesn't pay? Yo, you know what you're doing to this man? You out here saying that this man is running with the underworld. And if he's not, dude, that is a bad look. That doesn't help you. That doesn't help your daughter. That damn sure doesn't help him. Because how's your daughter going to survive if he doesn't get checks? See, that's, what, that's the funny thing that some of these women don't think about because they get emotionally tied into it. And I'm saying women like her. I'm not naming every single woman. I'm not categorizing women in general and as a whole. I'm saying these types of women, like Evander Kane, soon to be ex-wife, they get all emotional, start spewing all this stuff, and they don't really they fail to realize you're not hurting just him, you're hurting your kid or kids in the mix. And that's the thing, because guess what? If the NHL, let's say the NHL goes ahead and suspends him. Right. Pending an investigation. He's not making that kind of money like that. So who gets hurt in the long run? Evander Kane can bounce back. But can y'all because but can your daughter bounce back? And she's very young. See, that's the thing that doesn't get doesn't get talked about. And that's part of the problem. So it'd be very interesting to see how this case continues to play out, play out, not just in the media, but play out in court. It's going to be a very messy divorce, probably going to be a lot of child custody issues that are going on. But most importantly, Evander Kane has got to make sure he clears his name of any wrongdoing as it pertains to gambling and or being associated with any kind of gambling or betting or fixing games in hockey. Because that's going to be a, a huge black eye on the league itself, as well as his legacy and career.
Coming up on the other side of the break, we'll get into the moments. Brunch, the baby, good Lord Almighty. Is he ready to be canceled? Also, who is the fastest man on the planet? And we'll pay tribute to a special music artist and friend who was recently tragically lost over the weekend. We'll get into all that and more here on TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Make sure you stay tuned. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see what's a bad idea to do that? I didn't bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometime. <laughs> good. Morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know. You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger. Because 
all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. Hey, welcome back to TMA with Nick Hamilton here on SiriusXM, Slam Radio 145, final segment of the show. Make sure you hit me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. Now, before we get to the moments, brunch, and I bring my man Jake Warner in, engineer extraordinaire, producer. I am going to take a moment to say, I told you so. <laughs> some of my colleagues, some people I've seen on Twitter and in the social media space as a whole, I told you people that Steph Curry is going to retire a Golden State Warrior. Now, the reports have come out that the team is either finalized or near finalizing a deal for a four-year, $215 million extension. Yeah, this is the same Steph Curry that led an eight-seed team without Klay Thompson into the playoff picture, the playoff play-in. He's not going anywhere. I keep telling you people that, but y'all don't want to hear me. I told you people, this is not. This goes beyond basketball. I told a colleague of mine, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking to. You know I'm talking to you because you brought it up. And I told you then, that Steph Curry is not going to leave the Bay Area. It has nothing to do with basketball and has everything with him being an entity. Not Steph Curry the person, Steph Curry the entity. He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. So let him handle his business. Damn. And that's exactly what he's doing. Because he's too connected to Silicon Valley. He's also connected to the communities of Oakland. As I've told you guys on this show before, talking Shout out to Mr. Fab, who gave me the, in, the insight on who Steph Curry is and what he's doing in the communities of Oakland for the Oakland school system. So he's too tied in. He is money. What are the Golden State Warriors going to do without Steph Curry? You tell me. I'll wait. That's like pulling Kobe, the late great Kobe Bryant away from the L.A. Lakers. That's like pulling... I don't know, Michael Jordan from the Bulls at the time when he was in, in the height of the Bulls. When you thought about, even to this day, when you think about the Bulls, you think about Michael Jordan. You rarely think about the Wizards, Michael Jordan. You think about the Bulls, Michael Jordan. You think about Showtime. When you think about Showtime, what do you think about? Magic Johnson. You think about the Boston Celtics, you think about Larry Bird. Right? You think about the Miami Heat, you think about the Wayne Wade. You think about the Houston Rockets, you think about Dream. I don't need to go any further. I think about, I'll, I'll go one more. You think about the glove, you think about the Seattle Supersonics. And that's what you think about Golden State. You think about Golden State, and they've had some tremendous players before Steph Curry. I love to run TMC. I love, you know, the, the Nate Thurman. I loved all those guys in the early on. But Steph Curry is that guy. He is the guy guy. When you think about the Golden State Warriors and they have a brand new arena, the Chase Center, beautiful structure. How are you going to sell that? How are you going to sell PSLs without Steph Curry? 
How are you going to attract Silicon Valley without Steph Curry? How are you going to bridge the gap between the community of Oakland, where he played the Oracle Arena for many, many years, and the nuance that is the business community of San Francisco and Silicon Valley in the Bay Area? He is the bridge. The bridge ain't over. And so Steph Curry signed four years, $215 million. Told you. Got to bring on my man, Jake Warner, now that I've gotten that out of my, out of my <laughs> system. What's going on, man? What's good with it, Nick? How you doing, brother? Ah, man, tired. It's been brutal, man. Be between covering two training camps you and are. covering the Olympics, Boy, man, you are. these times are brutal, bro. <laughs> you, I, I see you up late. Like, you know I'm up late all the time, man. But damn, like, I'm seeing you up late doing stuff, and I'm like, Am I up too early or is he up too late? But you you are a man of all trades right now, bro. Man, I take my naps <laughs> when I can get them. Naps are naps are like what a, a candy to a you know, candy to a kid. Man. I'm telling they, you they are a rarity. Being older myself, I've realized the value of a nap and I take advantage of it every chance I get. It's rare, but I take it. <laughs> brother, I'll be I'll be on my Hulk Hogan. The prayers, the vitamins, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the vitamins and the herbs, tough boy. Well, he he was he was uh he was ahead of his time with that man, brother. Hogan, brother, let me tell you something, hoaxer. <laughs> the prayers, the vitamins, brother. <laughs> All right, man. I know about you, but man, let's get to eating, shall we? Yo, man, I'm hungry. Let's do this. All right. Oh, this guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> We really gonna start with this guy. I got something to say after we, you know, you say what you got. I, I'm gonna editorialize, man. But recently, artist the baby made some comments regarding those battling HIV and AIDS during a show. Days after he apologized, but was still canceled from performing at Chicago's Lollapalooza. Should the baby be canceled altogether? Mm, good question. Um, it's interesting because I had a, I had a. I had a conversation with my man, Glasses Malone. Shout out to Glasses Malone um, with the No Ceilings podcast. Um, good good brother all around. Yes, he is. Uh, and we were talking about cancel culture. And basically, the baby situation obviously came up in our conversation. Right. And I said, listen. And he, he made it also a good point, too. And I'll mention that real quick. I said, listen. I listened to what he said. I even went and read the quotes because I was searching. I'm like, did he say something homophobic? Or, you know, anti-gay slurs. Right. He usually, if he used any anti-gay slurs, says something homophobic, I'm like, yeah, cancel his ass immediately. Right. There's no room. There's no reason to be using those type of that type of language. No difference is 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 room to use racial slurs. Right. Um, against a particular race of people. So I went back and I listened, and I listened to what he said. He didn't say anything anti-gay he didn't use any anti-gay slurs right he didn't necessarily say anything homophobic that i listened to mm -hmm. however what he said was completely ignorant and insensitive yeah. hell yes yeah um hiv and aids is nothing to play about it's nothing to joke about there have been many people that unfortunately died from that deadly disease right people that have suffered and continue to suffer Thank God for technology. Thank God for modern medicine mm -hmm. where you're able to take medication if you have HIV or if you're dealing with AIDS, whatever, um, to continue to, to try to live your life the best way you know how. 
Uh, I think obviously we know about the prime example, the Magic Johnson, who's Absolutely. been pretty much a spokesman for this disease. Right. And I said to myself, if the baby said this ignorant stuff in public to thousands of people, then he should be open to be educated on this particular topic. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Matt and, and, and Glass has brought up Magic sitting down with Magic Johnson, which I agreed. I think that would mm-hmm. be a good sign. But also I added sitting with a medical physician, I mean, a medical physician. Mm-hmm. That that deals with HIV and AIDS patients, research things of that nature. Somebody who's who's very who's very knowledgeable in that on that topic to sit down to educate not just the baby but many people that think like the baby. Yes, because the baby's not the only one that thinks like. Oh that. no, it's not just at ignorant, all. Just ignorant crap like that. Yeah, he he just um, chose the wrong time to do it. If he's going to do stupid. it, right? It's stupid. So if he now if he refuses to be educated on it and just wants to stand on his 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 heel. Then he's got to go. Yeah. But if he's willing to be educated, and then apologizes for saying, "Hey, I said some ignorant stuff. I'm now educated. I'm going to go out and make it a point to educate people that are around me about this disease, mm-hmm. about the people that are battling it." Then I think, you know, as time progresses, I think he needs to, you know, people need to move on from it. Um, if he said again, if he said anything, you know, uh, anti-gay slur, mm-hmm. things against gay people. Um, you know, did he single out a particular group? Of course he did. He didn't say he was against them. He just said, hey, if you're not doing this, put your phones up. Right. That's and, and like that's like saying, hey, if a person calls himself a crip, that doesn't make him anti-blood. Right. Or if a person calls himself <laughs> a blood, doesn't necessarily make him anti-crip. Right. It's just what he's what he's what he's referencing to. What he's the, the crowd of uh, the audience that he's speaking to, him or her is speaking to. So, to me. Um, I understand why a lot of Palooza pulled him off the bill right. um, because of everything that's going on. Um, and you got to be very careful with these type of subject matters. It's very, it's a very sensitive subject. And I have always said to me, as I said on my Instagram story, people have a right to live their life the way they want to. As long as they're over the age of 18 yeah. and they have a consenting adults, I have love for people that have love for me. I shout out to the LGBTQ community. I got love for them. It's like, you know, I, I've been in, in, entrenched in that community. Yes. Uh, as far as knowing people, I'm sure you have as Absolutely, well. All of yeah. us have. Well, of Everybody course. has. Yeah, of course. Just like no different from the black or brown communities or anybody like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a right to live your life the way you deserve, you want to live it. And that's always been my stance. And that will continue to be my stance. You know, and here's the thing. It, having served in the military and, you know, freedom and all that, freedom of speech. Everybody want to talk about freedom of speech. Yes. You have freedom of speech. You know, you won't be arrested for your thoughts and what you have to say and express. But you got to be ready for repercussions, you know. And that's the problem with people. They don't get that part. Like, oh, well, he's just, it's freedom of speech. But it doesn't excuse you from being, you know, a, like taken off of a, 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 of a concert. Or, or, or you, you can speak your mind, but it might cost you in the end. And this is a double-edged sword to me. I get why people are canceling on hand, cancel culture or whatnot, and it was ignorant comments and he shouldn't have said them, and I think he should have a right to make a living. But I also see a lot of hypocrisy um, with this whole thing because it's okay if he's on stage talking about killing other brothers, doing dope, and all that other stuff. Ain't nobody canceling him for that. But he brings up that topic, and all of a sudden, he should be canceled because it's inferred or, or, you know, insinuated that he's talking about gay people, which 
I listened also. I didn't hear that part. It was ignorant comments, 100%. I think it was a dumb move on his part. But, hey, man, if you're going to cancel people talking about HIV and AIDS, why are we still going to have somebody on stage talking about killing other brothers and, and doing dope and singing dope and doing harm to the community? It's, it's hypocrisy at its highest level, bro. <laughs> I don't disagree with that at all. All right. Sorry for the – I had to editorialize a little bit. Just struck Damn. me. But we moving on because we still hungry, all right? <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill, not a fan, called out one of the fastest men in the world in Usain Bolt. The two went back and forth with one another. And uh, the biggest question is, who wins a race between Bolt and Hill? Oh, you saying Bolt. 100%. This man, this man does that for a living. That's like saying, that's like saying, who's going to win a boxing match between Conor McGregor and, and Floyd M- Money Mayweather? I right. mean, obviously, you're going to pick Floyd Mayweather because that's his, that's his profession. That's exactly. His, he's, the best, he's the best of the best at it. The same thing with Usain Bolt. You're going to run against Usain now. Nah, Usain Bolt wants to play football. Oh, that, little, yeah. different, little different story. Right. But you want to run a race against this man? Right. First of all, I have no respect for Tyree Hill, so I'm automatically going to pull. Not a fan. I'm automatically going to pull. For Usain Bolt, not just because the man is fast, the man is great at what he does, and he's incredible at what he does. Right. But I just don't like Tyreek Hill. I, I think either. he's a, I think he's a freaking jerk, and I think he's he's oh. he, he is, he is, um, the biggest anal cavity I've seen, <laughs> and <laughs> I have no respect for Tyreek Hill I, whatsoever. Yes. Now I'm not going to take anything away from his talent on the field. Right. Because what he does on the field is what he does on the field. Can't take anything away from Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But going up against Usain Bolt, you better stop smoking that stuff at lunchtime. <laughs> Him and the baby could go somewhere as far as I'm concerned, but whatever. I'm not a fan of his either. And uh, Usain Bolt would smoke that kid. Smoke him. Smoke him. Hey, man, there's not too many people that can beat Usain Bolt. No. And Tyreek Hill ain't one of them. Damn right. <laughs> You're not about to get out here in these racing streets nope. and think you're going to be the man that's dedicated his whole life to doing this. Right. Nah. Tyreek Hill on, that, on that stuff, man. He's crazy. All right. Well, thank you, sir. That is the morning brunch for this week. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Always. <clears throat> um, one thing I wanted to talk about, too. I don't know if you saw this, Jake. <clears throat> Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Did you see the the latest? Now we know he's had about twenty two plus accusers. Yeah, uh, concerning uh, dealing with massages and inappropriate touching and behavior. Uh, I think I believe approximately ten of the set accusers have filed criminal charges. Yes, uh, against him, and yet the Houston Police Department has yet to go through with it as of right now, as we're speaking. Hmm. Um, that could change in the days to come. He still also he's still set against. Uh, playing for the Houston Texans. He still wants to trade out of Houston. Um, as I've said before, it's interesting how all of these allegations have come out right after he refused to settle down and mm-hmm. not request a trade anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the accusers aren't accurate in there because I wasn't in a room. I don't know. Right. Um, but there was one accuser, uh, a young black woman out of Houston who was a massage therapist uh, who spoke candidly on camera uh, I forgot the name of the show, so I apologize to the young lady who hosts that show uh, that she had the exclusive. Uh, but she basically said that Deshaun Watson, you know, he came in for the massage. At times, he was erect. Um, he wanted he wanted her to to massage in that in that private area, mm-hmm. 
And then when he turned over, he wanted his not only his glutes massaged, but his butthole pressed in. Mm. According to her. People have fetishes, man. And so she was saying it was weird because she was like, that doesn't happen. She's like, you know, some people don't want their glutes touched. Yeah. Or if they do, it's very, you know, subtle because they don't like, you know, in that area. And then the owner of the the establishment in Houston, I believe, was so happy to have Deshaun Watson there. And the lady was literally terrified that the massage therapist was literally terrified because she was like, look, I just want to get this thing over with. And you could see in her face as she's reliving it, as she's telling it, you could see that. And that's very, very disturbing. Mm. Um, if these things are true, and I'm not calling her a liar at all, because right. again, I wasn't there. But they come out to be proven to be true. This dude is truly needs some mental help. He is truly sick. And you, you're taking advantage of women that do this on a daily basis, because then guess what happens? Those of us that actually really want to get a legitimate massage, now they're going to be traumatized and thinking that everybody's the same. Absolutely. That's the sad part. And they can't do their job effectively because some of these, a lot of these young ladies went to school for massage therapy. They're, this is their livelihood. This is their business. And you're going to do something like that to betray their trust. You are a sick individual, sir. And if this becomes true, I will no longer have respect for you. If this, if this, if this turns out, if any of these things turn out to be true. All right, y'all, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you miss any portion of this broadcast, make sure you download and subscribe to us on all the streaming platforms. That's iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. All right, under TMA with Nick Hamilton. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA, as well as Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213 I'd like to thank my engineer extraordinaire producer, Jake Warner. Also like to thank you, everybody at SiriusXM and Slam Radio for the opportunity and you for listening to this fine broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be safe. Stay sharp. Rest in peace. To Gonzo from Caution, prayers and condolences out to your family, bro. You're definitely going to be missed. Until next week, take care of each other. Tell somebody you love them and stay sharp. We're out. The views and opinions expressed on TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose, are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.